Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Ricky and Pam join me today, and we talk about Walt Disney World experiences where you might find an unexpected fright. Things like the treehouse over in Adventureland. What about Tom Sawyer Island, Pirates of the Caribbean, Test Track, Soarin', Journey into Your Imagination? Where can you find fright on simple things like this? We talk about it and get you ready for the Halloween season. Our shows are always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for your next Disney adventure. The agents are standing by to help you plan an amazing trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help everything we do. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. You allow us to put out the show three to four times a week all around the world. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get a fifth show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2176 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com. And one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you. Hope you have a great weekend in front of you. It is homecoming weekend out at Old Mizzou this weekend. So we'll be making that 120-mile trek west down I-70 to see our beloved Tigers hopefully defeat the old Commodores from Vanderbilt. That's right. You know it's homecoming when you schedule your football game against Vandy. Sorry to all the Vandy fans out there, all two of you. But uh, let's hope we get a win this weekend out at Mizzou and have a great homecoming because I don't know if you know this, Pam was dishing out Pittsburgh trivia on Wednesday's show. I'm going to give a little Mizzou trivia. We invented the concept of homecoming at the University of Missouri. Other schools claim they did. Not true. Mizzou started the homecoming tradition. Now you know. That's right. That's exactly right. And if you think that, if you dispute that, you are wrong. Just saying, because M-I-Z. All right, anyway, we're here to talk Disney. We're going to have a good time. A little, you know, in the Halloween season kind of theme show today as we explore all the attractions and experiences around Walt Disney World. So joining me today for that, we have Ricky down in Atlanta, Georgia from the themouseforless.com. Ricky, happy Friday. What's going on? Happy Friday. Yes, uh, looking forward to a... Uh, warmer weekend, hopefully, this weekend. Uh, this past week has been very chilly, or this past week, I should say, has been very chilly. So, um, looking forward to you know getting to sit outside and maybe have some brunch and stuff like that. So, it'll be nice. Brunch sounds really good. So, what, what for you, like, what's an ideal brunch? Like, for me, when you say brunch, I mean immediately biscuits and gravy. I mean, that's it's- all I need. So Brian and I uh, have a place that we go to every uh, every like Saturday or Sunday, it depends on the day, and it's called Maple Street, um, and it's a biscuit company, and uh, they basically they they have a lot of really good like biscuit sandwiches, and so they have a it's called the Farmer, and it is it sounds disgusting for those of you uh, probably listening, but it's a 
piece of breaded chicken and then uh, bacon on top and then cheese on top and then apple butter. It's really good. It does not <laughs> sound really disgusting good. at all. That actually sounds, it sounds it's so good. I would so. change the apple butter with something else, but other than that, they have one that also, so instead of the apple butter, they have one that's very similar to that, but they um, put a uh, syrup on top. Oh, syrup, yeah. Okay. So. Boom. There's your winner. Yes. Thank you. It's, now yeah, Tammy it's says that Maple street is, and is great. And that the OJ is the best. Unfortunately, our Maple street, the orange juice machine uh, doesn't work half the time. So uh, we don't have like orange juice half the time there. So, but Brian does enjoy that. I enjoy the maple vanilla latte, which is fantastic by the way. If you've never had a maple vanilla latte there, I highly suggest it. It's very good. It's like the perfect fall drink, but I will drink it any time of the year. So <laughs> it's really good. Apparently, too, I was reading that uh, because of Hurricane Ian, that uh, the the orange crop of the citrus crop in Florida is going to be the lowest yield since World oh. War II. Which wow. I mean, I'm glad I don't drink OJ because that's probably right. going to be like drinking liquid gold, probably. Probably, yeah. But, exactly. I mean, like anything so. else, though. I mean. Pam and I, I don't know who I was talking with the other day. I mean, like, you know, you go to McDonald's, you know, your value meal, which is five bucks is now like 13. You know, it's like, what? That's, true. That's the yeah. value meal? Wait, I signed up for the wrong thing. That's a value. <laughs> I thought no. I was just getting two cheeseburgers and a fries. That can't be $13. What? What's going on? Anyway, also joining us from uh, the corner of the Magic for Less Travel, Pam Forrester. Pam, happy Friday. You going to get some brunch this weekend, too? Maybe a little wine bar George kind of feel? Vibe <laughs> right? Thing? Now that y'all are talking brunch, I'm yes. like thinking I want brunch. I'm right. just going to say this. It, like, I think brunch is always something like you think about and then you hear about someone going to it and then you're like, oh, my gosh, I forgot how much I like brunch. So. <laughs> I forgot how good that meal is. I yeah. forgot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that sounds good. See, good. I, I can't tell you the last time I had brunch for the fact that like I get up super early seven days a week just to get my run in and get to work. And the thing is, is like, I, I can't wait till like 1030 to have. Oh, that's adorable that you think I eat at 1030, by the way. I mean, isn't <laughs> that when you brunch You early though. I mean, like I don't, we get up really early too. So for me, brunch has to happen earlier. Um, I but, thought brunch yeah. had to be. I thought brunch had to be like brunch, like breakfast and lunch, right? I mean, it you can't can just be before. Draw it out, draw it out a little bit. Got it. Then okay. it becomes brunch. See, I'm Got very it. much a rule follower. Like, if it's brunch, it has to be like a breakfast and lunch combo, which to me means really couldn't be before 10:30. Yeah, I mean, I'm, not eating, not I'm not eating. I'm not eating before noon, to be perfectly honest. Oh my so. god, die! Like, oh see, my. I, I can't I have to have lunch, brunch. But, I might have some breakfast beforehand, but I'm not eating brunch before noon. I pretty much have a hard rule. Like I have to have lunch before 1130. Like, I mean, I'd be dead. I'd, I'd be missing two meals by then. You are crazy. That's why <laughs> dinner at four. Like, you know, yeah, this, uh, yeah. I mean, you'd have to because you are starving by that yep. point. And then so. get my little ice cream at like or a little Debbie snack at like eight o'clock and tuck me in at 10. You know, oh live, the, live the old people alive. Anyway, we're going to have fun talking Disney today. And it is the Halloween season. We're getting ready to have the little trick or treaters coming around here in just about a week and a half. It'll be a, it'll be a fun time. I can't wait. I love that. You know, it, I think this year, hopefully, will kind of be the first year in about the last four because of COVID where, you know, God willing, knock on wood, that the kids are able to get out there, get the costumes on, go around their neighborhoods, don't have to worry about all the mitigations and all that kind of stuff with, you know, just get out there and be a kid, you know, and I hope that for everybody. Communities can get out there and do the trunk retreats at their schools, their churches, the, you know, the firehouses. Let's just have fun and everybody, you know, it, here's the, my little PSA. 
everybody go to your Walgreens and buy some candy and then give it out. Like, you know, I mean, just get in the spirit. You know, if you're if you don't have kids, be a part of the fun. Like get get the candy, give it out, you know, compliment everybody on their costumes, even if you don't know who 90 percent of them are, because. That's I, right. I don't know Pokemon or anything like that. It's, uh, it's so awesome. I have no idea who that is. But, you know, I, like I know the Disney ones, some of them. I don't know, like, the newer princesses or some of those people. But, you know, hey, I, you know everybody thinks I do because, like, I'm the Disney guy. No, I, I don't know. They, they think I know everything about that. I'm like, I don't know the movies. So, no. anyway, we're going to have a good time. So, today, though, here's our little hook. Here's our little how we're connecting the dots. We're going to look at Walt Disney World attractions, even experiences, not even just rides, but things where you've probably done these things a bunch of times, but you might not even realize this, but somebody, maybe your kid, maybe your neighbor's kid, maybe an adult, maybe your wife, your husband, your grandma, you take them on this attraction, all of a sudden they look like, they get a little freaked out and you're like, what? Like, I never thought about that. Like, this ride doesn't bother me one bit. And I'll give you an example. So I'll lead us off. One thing that you might have done a hundred times, not a problem in the world, and you might think it's the most benign experience at Walt Disney World, and it really is. It's the most benign thing ever. It's the Swiss Family Treehouse, right? In Adventureland. I mean, how simple is this? There's not even a cast member half the time at this thing. Like, it is just, you go off it, you go up a bunch of stairs, you walk through, you look at a bunch of stuff. I've never seen the movie. I mean, I think I read the book one time, uh, like when the I was in third grade good. or something. You I, should watch I know, it. I, I should. But I mean, sports, you know, that's what I watch. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, why have, do I watch You sports? have Disney Plus. I know. Oh, I right. Do. Here's the thing, like, and I should just watch movies. Just have movies, it on in the background while you're at work. Movies would not rip my heart out like sports oh. do. Like on a, just, I mean, just annually or like weekly sports just punch me in the nose. Just, oh, and I just keep yeah, coming that, back. And, that's oh, a great feeling, right? That's, yeah. That's what sports do to me. I'm a Mizzou fan. Like even my beloved tied like punched me in the nose this past week i mean like it's just anyway no, different story different show so we're back to the swiss family trio you're saying mike what's scary about it like does anything jump out at you no but it could like i mean like i have yeah, been goofy with a chainsaw no. ah, exactly <laughs> we're saving now that's not for another week but here's sorry, the thing sorry, uh, i got excited i got excited back off Okay, but here's you could do that though because I actually have jumped in front of my family, like gone up in front of like around a corner and I popped out at them. I've, that is kind of fun to do, especially after dark. Yeah, good, good call, Ricky. But here's the yeah. thing: <laughs> the Swiss Family Treehouse is taller than you might actually think. So if somebody like get, you know just and the thing is like once you start climbing the stairs and you know parties get behind you, you really don't want to be the person who has to turn around and go because you either have to continue forward all the way through. Or you got to do the walk of shame. You know, like there's there's really no other choice. So the thing is, if you have somebody that is scared of heights, and some kids are. I mean, I would say at the highest point, it's probably 50 feet off the ground, maybe. I mean, it's, it's a decent height. So adult, I mean, there are adults where 50 feet up in the air is a big deal in kids. So just, I mean, this is kind of where we're going with this. Probably not going to affect you. But if you have somebody in your party that is sensitive to being up in the air, I mean, the Swiss Family Treehouse might get them. So just something to think about. I mean, just a little, if you're scared of heights, the Swiss Family Treehouse, just think about it. All right, Pam, give us another uh, suggestion here. Um, so I'm going to, this is a, a Magic Kingdom, another Magic Kingdom 
attraction that I think most people think is safe for just about everyone, right? No scare factor on this one. Um, but it is Pooh, um, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. It's the honey be wall because that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that so. is. Yeah, the whole thing. I don't think the honey wall should ever be allowed, no, but it's not the honey wall. It's, yeah, yes, in addition to the yeah, honey wall. I don't know how the sur Surgeon General has not put a warning on that thing. Exactly. I, I don't know. understand how that wasn't like they found that that was the source of yeah, exactly, COVID. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Where did COVID? Yeah, it was all it did, the honey wall. It didn't that's come. It. it didn't come from, uh, you know, in the Far East. It came mm -mm. from Fantasyland. Yeah, exactly right. Um, it's actually in the Heffalumps and Woozle section. So the song in that area is a little weird. Um, yeah. It's kind of loud in different ways. There's a lot of weird colors and it's just sort of an odd sequence in the movie. Um, it's a little psychedelic almost in that whole th in the movie and in the attraction. Right. And it just, um, I think, is something that startles people like they weren't anticipating it you think the many adventures of winnie the pooh you're taking this little ride through winnie the pooh you're gonna see Pooh and eeyore and piglet and all those folks rabbit um you know he can be crabby but not really scary um but yeah that section i think is something that scares people um not just kids but i think kids in particular sometimes Especially if like you're a person who may like consume gummies or something before you go on that attraction, dude, it might whack you out. I'm just saying. Oh my like, God. <laughs> just, I'm just saying, man. That that is a weird. It's like uh, one time my my friend who taught fifth grade across the hall from me. It was it was like a snow day, right? And so all the parents were coming and getting their kids. So it was like we just gave up on teaching that day because like every five minutes the office was calling like, okay. <laughs> You know, send uh, Bobby down with his stuff because the mom's coming to get him. You know, send Tommy down. Dad's coming to get him. So we're just like, forget it. We're just showing a movie. He started showing Alice in Wonderland to his class. I had never seen that. So he's like, bring your class over. We're just going to combine our classes. We're going to watch Alice in Wonderland. I was like, what is this? That is the weirdest. It's a very <laughs> weird movie. Weirdest yes. thing. Like, I was like, we're showing this to our kids? Like, I... Is, like is these people on drugs movie. this movie like you have to be on drugs to understand this movie it was Possibly, yeah. yeah anyway it's an odd one yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see the whole thing because i was like grading papers or something but i was like what's what's going on like yes. i don't understand anyway ricky go ahead get back on track all right so <laughs> one that seems relatively benign that uh, most people would not think of is actually at the Maharaja Jungle Track uh, at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Now, the reason for this is because, you know, they have this it's this trail. You get to go down. It's really lush and really beautiful. There's lots, lots of forestry and things like that. You get to see really cool animals like gibbons and deer and a Komodo dragon, which is really cool. And then, of course, you know, your your main goal for the Jungle Track is to see the tigers, right? Well, because that, that's amazingly cool over there. Yeah, so that's that's great. However, there's one very scary section in this part um, for some people. Matter of fact, you can actually choose to bypass it if you'd like. That's how scary it is for some people. And it is the bats section. Um, now, they don't yes. actually, on Disney's website, I actually am looking at it right now. They don't even call them bats um, because that freaks people out. They call them they're flying rats. They're <laughs> close. You're actually not that far off. Uh, they're called Malayan flying foxes. So that's what they're called. And they do look like flying foxes when you actually like look at them and go see them up close and personal. Like they do kind of look like foxes. 
but they are but like are, of the bat are they, species. Are, so are they really flying foxes? I mean, is Disney allowed to just change the name of something? I mean, I'm sure, like I don't, what? like I don't know, but they're actually the Malayan <laughs> flying foxes on the website. So, um, but you know, for pe those who are afraid, they are bats. So you know, one way or another. Uh, but yeah, just just know that if you are going to Disney's Animal Kingdom and you have a fear of bats, this may not be the option for you, or you may just choose to bypass this section, which thankfully Disney has allowed you to be able to do because they realize that so many people have a fear of bats. Um, but again, like I said, if you actually like go and look at them, they're really cool to look at. Like they're really, really neat. So Face your fears, people. Go in the yeah. bat cave. <laughs> go in the bat cave. Not the one with Batman or Robin, just dun, the dun, one with dun, the dun. Malayan flying foxes. So you mentioned the Komodo dragon and something popped into my head and now it's bugging me again. Now I got all kinds of stuff floating through my head that I'm trying to find the answer. Cause Never on Wednesday good. we had an abbreviation for a state of NL and I still two days later and trying to figure out what state that is. Cause I can't figure it out. Northern something. I don't know. So the Komodo dragon. Maybe it's on, in Canada. Maybe it yeah, is, but I don't think so. Newfoundland. Yeah, maybe it is yeah. Newfoundland. Cause it could be, yeah, it could be. We'll have to find out. Okay, so anyway, the Komodo dragon thing, this is related tangentially to Disney. Okay. On the show Jesse, the Komodo dragon, what was the Komodo dragon's name? I totally, I, I should know this. I had to watch that show nonstop. Mrs. Kipling, Mrs. But it was, oh but gosh. it was like they thought it was a boy for like years and years and then it was a right. girl or something, right? Yes. Like yeah, Mr. Kipling or something. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Okay. I'll be able to sleep tonight. That's what I had. Okay. okay good. That's good. Because you said the Komodo dragon. I'm like, Jesse, what was the name of that stupid Komodo dragon that was in a. Yes, Mr. and Mrs. Kipling. Because it changed like halfway through the, the run. Yes. Okay. Good. Now everybody can. Because hopefully everybody else is like, oh, now you <laughs> yes. said that. I can't remember either. And everybody's yelling like, stupid Mike, it's Mr. Kipling. Anyway. Okay. So back to my next one that could scare you that you might not think about Tom Sawyer Island, the Magic Kingdom. And here's the thing. You might think, dude, again, there's not even a cast member. There's no seat belts on Tom Sawyer Island. The raft, a little scary because it might sink. Because, I mean, dude, you got a guy with a gas engine and a rudder. That's it. And you don't even, yes. you're standing. Like, and the thing is, like, I'm 6'3". My center of gravity is a lot higher than most. And so if he bumps into something, I could easily topple over the little fence that holds you onto the raft. But that's not where I was going with this. Where I'm going with this is there's fun caves and, and also in Fort Langhorn. There are places in Fort Langhorn and especially in the caves where those suckers are skinny and they are yes, dark. They I are. mean, they're pitch black. And yes. so if you're a person that gets a little freaked out by dark, kind of like the bat, it's like dark, tight spaces. Me? Yep. And you can, I mean, the thing is, if, if you've been through them, you know that they're not long. But if it was your That's first long time, enough for me, yeah, but, but I mean, <laughs> if it's your first time and you go in there, you don't know that like you, you know, if you just keep moving forward in, you know, 10 paces, you're going to, you're going to come out to the light. Right. But if, you know, if you don't know, you can say, oh my God, I'm going to be in here and I, this cave could go for seven miles. I don't, you know, I could come out in Epcot. I, I don't yeah. know where I'm going. You know, I might pop out at you know, the contemporary. So if you don't know. It could totally freak you out, and especially little kids. I mean, I think you got to let them know that, you know, hey, it's going to be dark. It, it's not as tight for them. You know, it's tight for me. I'm 6'3", and I'm wide. So, I, you know, obviously that's – and also they have that, like, in Fort Langhorn, they have that thing It's titled, like, the, the, the secret chute or something. It's like the escape hatch. The, the yeah. There's, like, an escape chute. So that's something. But, I mean, 
don't get me wrong. Tom Sawyer Island is awesome. I think it's uh, short for this world, but it's awesome. But uh, yeah, there are tight spaces and dark things. So that could be something that freaks somebody out, adults and children alike. Equal opportunity scarer. All right, Pam, give us another. What do you got? <laughs> so um, I am going to um, the Animal Kingdom again to talk about it's tough to be a bug. Oh, um, yes. Because again, I think the name and the movie tie-in sort of lends itself to something that you would think would appeal to people of all ages. But the truth is that when you're in there, it is dark. You are wearing 3D glasses and you're going to be exposed to a lot of bugs. Um, there's just no way around that. You, It is tough to be a bug. And if you don't like bugs, I mean, you have a real fear of them. This could probably not be the spot for you. In addition to the bugs, there are going to be spiders that come down from the ceiling. And it's sort of alarming. It's not expected. And again, you hear a lot of people screaming, like, jokingly, right? And then a lot of screams that are like, oh, no, I do not deal with spiders. Because some people have a really, really big phobia of the spiders. And I understand it's not my phobia, but I totally get that it happens. So there's a lot of things during this show that are probably going to be things that tend to upset people. Mm -hmm. My biggest thing with that show is if you have a fear of maggots. Because. Yeah. Yes. I know at the end. It's, okay. a, it's a visual okay. thing. Yeah. I mean, okay. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, uh, rubs, grubs and stuff like yeah, that. Right. Like, you know, yeah. stuff that's low to the earth that has to yes. leave the theater. That's the thing Not that, okay. yeah, that's, that gets me more than anything. But no, you're right. That, <laughs> that shows actually kind of a, uh, a plethora of phobias. You know, it's like a bug phobia, arachnophobia. Yeah, it is. It's all kinds of stuff. Pokephobia because yeah. you get poked. Get yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's a, who? What kind of person, demonic person, created that show? Because <laughs> it's like somebody very sadistic. Yeah, Let's put it that way. Yeah. What, what are we doing with this? All of a sudden, this is supposed to be a happy place. This show is kind of showing us like, whoa, the backside of the dark side of Disney. All right, Ricky, okay. what do you got? <laughs> backside of Disney. Okay. Uh, yeah. So another one uh, besides uh, the one other other very scary attraction at Disney's Animal Kingdom that I'm throwing in there just as a throwaway because everybody knows I'm terrified of it is Dinosaur um, because yeah that's just an absolutely terrifying attraction like I mean I know that for most normal people it's not but if you actually do have a fear of dinosaurs it's absolutely terrifying so don't don't go on that one but um. I'm going to go to one that's actually in Epcot, and it's something that is um, not something that I think a lot of people think about originally. Um, however, uh, again, I have a kind of a fear of tight enclosed spaces, and um, surprisingly, I do okay on this attraction, I think, because there's air circulating, uh, and it doesn't, like, and, and the, I can kind of, like, see out a little bit, but it is actually Mission Space. Um, so Mission Space, for those who have that enclosed fear, it can definitely mess with you. Uh, I know a lot of people think about the fear of, oh my gosh, I'm going to get sick on this ride. But if you choose, like me, to go with the chicken version, the green version, um, and do that, and you still have a fear of tight enclosed spaces, it still might freak you out. So they actually put you in, and the, the capsule, like, moves toward you toward your face and and so you and you're it's locked tight. in it, yeah, harness it, tight and yeah so um if you're not like really 
comfortable in that type of situation, this may not be the attraction for you to go on. So um, just kind of a warning if, again, for those of us who have like tight and closed spaces fears, this is not, this is not what you want to do. Whether you want to do the green version or the orange version, you don't want to do it. So um, I would not suggest that one. And it's, it, it's weird too, because like, I, I don't have really a claustrophobic thing, but I mean, I, I kind of do like a little bit, you know, like it, yeah. it's like, it's like, an, I don't know, like I almost like manifest it, you know, cause like, yeah. because like you hear them as they close the other capsules, you hear chagunk. Yes. Chagunk. You heard the and it's like, oh yeah. my God, here comes mine. Chagunk. And I'm like, yeah. and they, you know, it's like, oh, I know I'm not going to, you know, die or anything in here, but it's like, then the air starts falling. I'm like, okay, good. Okay. Let, okay let's let's go to going. space. Okay. Yeah. Because yes. it's a great ride. I can even do the orange, which shocks me. Because I, I know, like, shocking. in my brain that I'm not, like, spinning. I'm, like, you know, the centrifuge. I know yeah. that that's how I'm, you know, getting the G-force. Yes. I tell myself that. But, yeah, I, I do like that. But it is, you, you're claustrophobic. Do not go Do not yeah. go on either side of that one. Because that no. is super, super tight. Okay, so here's my next one. And I love that I get to take one of Ricky's favorite attractions. Uh-oh. And it is Journey into Your Imagination. Ah, good that. call. So yes. this one is the tricky one, right? Okay, yes. so you're just going in there. You're going to use your imagination. You're going to see the little <laughs> butterfly in its cage. And I was like, oh, where'd the butterfly go? That was pretty cool. And then you're going to like read the colors, you know, it says blue, but it's actually in yellow and it just messes with your brain. Like I'll say red, but it's actually in green. And you're, you know, you're trying to read it and you're like, this is just messing with me. It's just making me mad. That kind of stuff. And then, you know, you got the figment like messing up all the letters on the eye chart. So then you're just all happy, right? You're just like, this is a fun little dark ride. Like Disney, this is why I come to Disney. It's just fun. Like it's got a cool little song. Everybody's happy. He's showing you all around. And then all of a sudden you get to the end of the ride and it's like, Wah! and it scares yep. the crud out of little kids and like i've seen a There's lot the crud of, out of me I, i've seen so many little kids come off that ride they were just happy 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 and then they're just bawling because it's yeah. scared and also be careful your hat because i would cry if i lost one of my favorite hats because it blew my hat off so be aware just i mean this you know you don't the you know you want to be surprised like that's a big surprise in this attraction which is fun but if you don't if your kid can't take a surprise Give them a little heads up. You know what I'm saying? Like, because this comes out of nowhere. It's all it happy, does. happy, happy. And then, boom, it just hits you like a like a Mack truck. I mean, yes. you know, right there. So just be ready because this one is like, I mean, goes from happy to intense in like 0.2 seconds. So be ready for old Figment catching you by surprise. All right, Pam, give us another. So I'm going to the newly announced returning show of Fantasmic because we're all very excited to see that come back to Hollywood Studios. Um, Just a a great show. And it's it is a people swallower, right? It takes in a ton of folks who get to see that show. And so many of the seats are just have a great view. Practically every every spot in the house has a really great view of the show, which is another reason why I like it. But um, it can be a little scary because Maleficent is a big part of the show. Um, and she's a big, scary snake and dragon um, in the show. So that's something that I, you know, you hear little kids around you while this is going on, like, you know, and parents consoling kids during that time, but it, it can be scary. It's loud. Um, it is something that I think that a lot of times you aren't thinking of because, you know, the, a lot of the shows feature just real happy moments, but there's always sort of that 
moment in each show, even the fireworks show where like something always. bad happens, always. right? Always got to have something yeah. scary. Always got to, yeah. yeah, always, every time. It's like a Disney right. Hallmark, sure. yeah. It makes a good show, though, I yeah. think, um, yeah. it, you know, if it if it wasn't um, Fantasmic and it was all just princesses and happiness, then it would be a different show altogether and probably not quite as entertaining. But just prepare everyone for the fact that they're going to see a snake and um, a dragon. And the good news is you aren't that close to it. So, yeah, I think Fantasmic, though, is a good idea to, to, to prepare small kids for that one, because it is in a dark outdoor theater and. I mean, just it, I think what gets little kids and I want to mention what Rhonda Lee is saying here in the chat in a second. But I think what gets a lot of little kids in that show is that the narration like really sells it. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, who knows when it comes back here in a few weeks. But it's one of those things like we're now in Mickey's nightmare, you know, right. you know, and it's like, you know, I mean, it's like, whoa, this is scary. Like it's, you know, I don't know. Yes. Is that Ursula or who, who is that that says that? I mean, it's one of the Disney villains. It's not, is it Maleficent, right? Oh, is it Maleficent? I don't know. Whoever it is. I think so. so, but I mean, it's like, and it's like all of a sudden it's like, and it's just like all bass, right? And you can feel it in your chest and all the projections and people are getting wet and, yeah, I mean, it, 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 I mean, it's supposed to scare you, and it does. And I think it scares the crud out of little kids. But Rhonda Lee says, uh, she says, my nephew was scared of Fantasmic at age four. Since it was really dark in the theater, he's now 16. My husband gave him cotton candy before the show, telling him <laughs> it was full of courage aluminum. Uh, courage oh. aminium. Yes. 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 I like that. Courage aminium. Man, I miss Fantasmic, too. I love Fantasmic. It's a good way to end the night, I think, at Hollywood Studios. Here's my thing. I love and hate Fantasmic. I love the show, but it is so much work. Yes. Like it's it's you gotta you gotta commit to the show, right? Because you gotta it that it appears this is another one of those things that tricks you. It appears that the theater is right there next to Tower of Terror. Dude, that that theater is a hike back. Like you first think, I'm gonna watch fantastic and you think it's like right there at the beauty and the beast theater like rookies would think that oh i'm gonna watch it right there no 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 the theater feels like you're walking like back to i don't know like boardwalk you know like yes. it's so far away i feel like that you do go to boardwalk and basically so, yeah especially at the end of the night right it's like at 10 30 like mm -hmm. dude, and you're done you're here at eight o'clock this morning all through this park i walk 17 miles you're gonna make me walk another mile and a half to go see this show are you kidding me and then i gotta walk a mile and a half back exactly, I know. then i gotta walk to my car I know. I that's know, the true that's the true unexpected fright at walt yeah. disney world the walk back to your car yeah. at the end of the night some imagination huh now go walk yeah. another mile and a half to your bus <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Ricky. What do you got? Oh, my goodness. All right. So I'm going to go with a relatively newer attraction. And I'm actually going to go with Rise of the Resistance. Now, the thing that's, you know, great about this attraction is there's so many really cool parts of it. Um, but there's also some parts that can be a little intense, a little scary. So I'll kind of go over those. Um, so the first part that can kind of be intense and scary to people is uh, in the beginning when you get captured. Um, and it's actually when, uh, the, you know, the, the, is it, Mike, don't yell at me. Is it, it's the first order, Yes, right? they are. Yes. Okay. The first order captured you and they are interrogate, trying to interrogate you. And so you're standing in line waiting for, to go into your, your pods and get, um, you know, interrogated and they're, 
they can be a little mean. Uh, and so that can be, you know, sometimes they can be a little intimidating. Awesome. And for those who are, it's so cool. But for those who are not used to that kind of experience, uh, you know, where you're being kind of yelled at, uh, that can be definitely a little unexpected um, and frightening. And then there's the part where you actually like do go in to the um the you know the pod and they they're getting ready to interrogate you and i won't spoil it but there is like a little unexpected fright that happens to that in that section but the real unexpected fright that i feel like is you know happens in this ride is you know it seems like it's a pretty not you know it's a fast ride but it's a smooth ride it's a really smooth ride and you just kind of meander through and everything like that but then you get to this little area and it, there is actually an ele elevator shaft in there and if you're not ex expecting it at all and you, you get locked in and then you drop, that can be utterly terrifying, especially to people who are literally not expecting there to be any kind of drop or whatsoever, whatsoever in this attraction. So for those of us who do not enjoy dropping uh, this uh, and are not expecting this, this can absolutely be a horrible fright. So um, I just like to warn people, like, if you're a little scared of elevator dropping, may not be the attraction for you. Now, it does do go fast. And the part that helps me and the part that I don't like about Tower of Terror is it's only one drop. So like I can prepare myself a little bit easier for it. The reason I don't like Tower of Terror is because Tower of Terror, I Same. never know how many times I'm going to go up Same. or down. And that kills me. Right. I would like, like Tower of Terror if it was once a one and done. Like I can't, yeah. going back and forth, I, my stomach cannot take that. Like stop. I, I can't, I can't do it. Stop. I cannot. Like if I... If I can prepare myself and know, okay, I'm going to drop this many times, I can I can be okay, that that helps. But knowing, like, that it could be an, an, a huge number of drops, like, you know, five, six or more, that I'm out. I can't. So I don't even chance it anymore because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to make myself sick. But, yeah, you know, at least with Rise, it's one drop. Yep. But if you're not expecting to do it. It will definitely take you by surprise. Yeah, the so. multiple the multiple uh, drops uh, on Tower of Terror is definitely a young man's game. It's, uh, yes, it is. I'm, I'm not in yes. that game anymore. <laughs> okay, my last one, and this one's weak sauce, I'll admit, because I'm running thin here because we've, we've hit most, I think, everything that we can come up with. It's a uh, test track. Now, test track, obviously, you're just in a car. You're driving around real fast. Everybody just wants to. I think if you're like a kid, like if I was like, say, eight, like, I'd always want to ride Test Track, right? Because I would see the big oval on the outside and be like, I want to go on that because it looks fast. Really, I go faster in my Jeep with the doors off and the top down. It's way more dangerous going down the highway at 80 than going on Test Track at 65. But the one part that might scare somebody is where the, the 18, the Mack truck pops out at you. I mean, you just might yeah. want to warn your kids. I mean, but that's the fun of the ride. Don't warn them. I mean, the whole point of a lot of this stuff is, let your kids get scared. That's how you, you know, that's how you grow a little hair there's, in your chest. There's also the part at that, you know, before you go out on the track and you look like you're about to hit the wall, that can be a little that's terrifying good for you. as I mean, well. Yeah, I mean, it just, you know, puts a little meat on the bones. Yeah, it's just, yes, it does. It's good for you. <laughs> All right, Pam, I don't know if you have any others. Go ahead. That was my last one. I'll go with one that could, and it's Pirates of the Caribbean. There's a few scenes where, they're like, once, you know, they're shooting at you, the cannonballs, and I've gotten wet many a time from the cannonballs. They feel like they're really they, shooting at you. You feel like they're going over your head sometimes, <laughs> yes, too. You do. Yeah. And yeah. then there is the scene where um, the town is on fire because there's been some, you know, pirate stuff going on, <laughs> I will say. <laughs> they, they do what pirates do, right? Um, yes. 
So I think that that could be frightening to people too. They're all like in good fun and easy enough to talk your way through and distract people who are afraid, but it's worth a mention for sure. I think that's called pillage and plundering is what the part. Hey, yes. Yeah. And setting things afire. <laughs> yes. Rifle and loot. <laughs> yes. Yo-ho, me hardies. Okay, R Ricky, wrap us up. Um, okay, so Joe mentions one that actually yes. used to terrify yeah. me, which first, is Snow White. Yeah, first ride, first ride Pam took Paige on on their first ever trip to Walt Disney World. <laughs> Hello, she was four. Yes. Why are you going to make that yes. her first ride? You want to scar her for the rest of her life? That's probably Correct. why she is the way she is. <laughs> which it did for me, so that's the case. Um, also, for those, you know, who are, are terrified of, you know, audio animatronics as children, like I was, Country Bear Jamboree, you know, honorable mention there as well, because that terrified the pants off me that's just, um, that's just but, weird because they're yeah. cute and cuddly i don't know what's up with that that's no i mean now they're cute and cuddly but i thought <laughs> when i was two i thought they were real and they were going to eat me so oh, you know weird. there's that so just be aware of your audience um so anyway but the the one that i'm going to go with uh that's not necessarily so kooky uh is uh gonna be soren and this is for people who are afraid of like heights because Again, you get on Soren and you start out on the ground and you um, are, are just kind of sitting there in your seat and it, oh, it looks nice. And then all of a sudden, woof, it raises you up in the air and you are not, you are very high up, up I'm not going to lie. Like it's, it's, it's a pretty, pretty steep, you know, jump up there. And so if you are terrified of heights and you're on that highest rung, you are probably freaking out a little bit. So you're not enjoying the beautiful scenery you're not enjoying the gorgeous score you are going oh my gosh i'm gonna have problems because i'm way high up in the air so uh just kind of a warning if you are afraid of heights soren may not be the attraction for you just a heads up so let me ask you this okay because patrick your, your chief flight attendant tells you know gives yes. all the warnings right and he says you know if you're afraid of heights da, da, da. but he says if you have a fear of flying you might not want to ride this right oh, now. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I used to have a severe fear of flying. Like, I did not did. fly for two decades. Like, I drove everywhere. I drove to Walt Disney World multiple times a year, 15 hours each way. But I loved soaring because I think it's like a controlled, you know, I'm in a chair, I'm in a building, I'm not right. going anywhere. Do you think, Pam, I mean, because we've talked about, like, my fear of flying forever, and I finally got over it. Do you think people that have a fear of flying have a fear of soaring? Like, do you think that, do you think there's a correlation there? Because I didn't have that. Um... For me, I feel like the flying thing is different than the soaring thing. Like for me, I'm, I am nervous about some heights, right? But flying is not something I'm nervous about because it's not, it's a different kind of height situation. You're up so high that it's sort of hard for your brain to wrap itself around that concept, right? That you're that high. I have always been more worried about heights where you can really judge the distance, right? You know what I mean? But that's it. But I can see how some people may, you know, may have that kind of fear. I can see. Yeah, yeah I can yeah, see it. I can my, my thing was, if I was connected to the ground, I felt pretty good. But then again, like, I didn't like going up in the arch because the arch seems unnatural because it's only got two legs. Like if it had four legs and it was more stable, really? like, if it, like if it was two arches, like if it was another arch, like going the, you know, yeah. perpendicular to the other, to our main arch, like going east and west. Okay. I, I felt better. Like let's have four points on the ground. We don't just need two. It's kind of unstable. Like, so I could just <laughs> knock it. So it's the number of points where you're on well, the ground. I mean, got you know, it. I want there to be more than then, two. You know, then more I might than two. Wonder, yeah. But then I might be like, yeah, but then eight would be even better. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, 
supposed to be more stable then. Because the arch freaks me out. I don't like going up in that thing. Well, I mean, the arch freaks a lot of people out because you're in that tight enclosed oh, capsule. Yes, to yeah, go up that's all kinds of nightmare. And just being downtown St. Yeah. Louis kind of scares me. Well, too, so. there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, well, there's a lot. There's a lot of frights in uh, that too. So anyway. Yes, that's true. All right. Well, hey, that's going to do it for today. But here's the good news: we're going to carry this on. If you have any others, which I don't, I can't imagine there's any others, but there probably are. Let me know on Sunday night. We're going to be live on Facebook and YouTube at seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central. Remember, it's just you and me, no Scotty G, because Ricky, I don't know if you heard. Scotty G is going to the big city this weekend. He's going to be in New York City. Oh, he's going to be making exciting. his Broadway debut. Now, he's not going that's to be in good. the shows. He's going to be in the oh. audience. But uh, uh, well, that's all right. For Emily's, Emily's birthday. So happy birthday to Emily this, this nice. uh, weekend in the big city. And happy birthday to Scotty G last weekend. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be having fun. All right. Hey, uh, give Ricky a follow on the social media. She's at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. Pam's at T-M-F-L-T Pam. I'm at BR Guest Mike. Instagram and Twitter, we'd love to talk to you this weekend. And, of course, our shows are always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. So we are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Just swing by the website this weekend. Just check out all the information right there, the resort guides, the specials page, all the stuff that you need is right there on the site. And then while you're there, fill out the free no obligation quote form and an agent will get back to you right away and will help you plan that great trip. The best part is no cost to you and you're going to get concierge level service each and every time. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. One extra click, please use it today. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And this is here. Thank you to our patrons. You guys make all these shows possible. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Come on over to Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. All right, time to get out of here and let you get on with your weekend. Let's all have a good one and get out there and have some Halloween and fall fun. So for Ricky and Pam, I'm Mike. Wishing you a great weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.